it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is your WrestleMania Backlash Go Home Show Raw Review. This is for May 10th, 2021. And, my God, we got a pay-per-view coming up this weekend, folks. Some interesting matches on the card. Um, I'll go over my whole picks on my SmackDown study. But for now, Raw has fallen back on its old ways. Kind of dragged a little tonight. We did have some interesting moments, but overall, not so, not so hot today. It is what it is. That's unfortunately been how Raw has been lately. They, I thought they might have been starting to come back. They had a couple weeks in a row that were pretty good, and then all of a sudden it was just like, okay. Just kidding. <laughs> so we'll just kick the show right off. Started off with a six-woman tag match, as it was Charlotte and the uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler taking on Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Asuka. With Mandy and Dana getting new music yet again, except this time I actually I actually dig this one. I like this one for them. Um, it just suits them better. But match is going on, and about halfway through before commercial break, we hear a familiar laugh. And lo and behold, Miss Bliss and Lily are up at the top of the ramp, just saying that they're keeping an eye on a particular person. So now, kind of narrows things down to one of the six women in, in the ring. Unless they're playing the long game here, which is always possible. But other than her being there for the middle of the match and some laughter at the end it really didn't do anything whatsoever. She didn't get involved physically, maybe a little bit mentally, just by trying to get in people's, you know, getting in their heads, but she like didn't really do much. That's kind of how the tone of this whole show started off. 
Shayna eats another pin. Um, Oscar, the one getting it tonight. Although Charlotte then takes Oscar out. And then we have the little stare down between her and Miss Bliss and Lily as uh, the former, or I should say the latter, start laughing. So it was an odd first segment. After that, we had not one but two returns. This first one made me very excited because I know, even though a lot of people like to trash him, like to say he's garbage, I truly appreciate him. And his win over Randy Orton to win the WWE Championship a few years ago was probably one of my favorite things. Not because he beat Randy, but because they actually gave him a chance to do something good as a heel champion. And obviously for his country and whatnot, the character that he's playing, because whatever, I'm not going to digress into that. Um, But Jinder Mahal made his return to Raw Television. I've been hearing that he's been on main event, uh, but this was his return back. And he took on also a returning Jeff Hardy, um, who we haven't seen on Raw Television quite some time. But... Jinder did not come alone. He's got bigger friends. Um, so sorry, Bollywood boys. You guys are out. The new guys are in. But Jinder does it all by himself, takes out Jeff Hardy, and is now beginning his climb towards the top. Because you don't hinder Jinder in the modern day Mahara- the modern day Maharaja is forever. That was probably the highlight of the show for me. Not going to lie. <laughs> After that, we had a eight-man tag match as it was RK Bro and The New Day taking on Elias Jackson Riker as well as the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions AJ Styles and almost And the match was what it was. Almost what was in the ring was taking everybody out. And Randy being sly as he is, waited until almost took himself out of the ring to hit an RKO and Elias getting the win. And then Randy didn't decides that he wants to continue RKOing people. So he RKOs Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. And then Matt Riddle's like, we can't have friends if you keep doing this. So that would be my second favorite moment of the show. Um, RK Bro has completely grown on me. Um, I'm going to ignore the fact that Randy said a little earlier that he continues to enjoy lighting people on fire because we all know why. But um, I can't give him a pass yet, but. I'm excited to see where RK Bro goes, even though some people continue to think that there will be no push. Oh, there will be a push. They're going straight to the moon. Especially if Cameron Grimes finds his way, you know, with some financial assistance. But that's now I'm mixing shows. <laughs> After that, we had Seamus taking on Humberto Carrillo, but unfortunately, due to a, a mishap. 
Humberto was going for a powerbomb on the outside, and unfortunately his leg and knee buckled underneath him while Sheamus was trying to, or while he was trying to powerbomb Sheamus, and Sheamus landed on him, and then Humberto could not move his legs, essentially. Um, Calls for the trainers to come, and they called the match off. Um, so hopefully he's, he's going to be okay, but it didn't look good. Um, not saying that he's paralyzed, but <laughs> his knee buckled. So hopefully it's not as something as severe as like an ACL or whatnot. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully we hear some good news sooner rather than later. After that, we had the unfortunate match between Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, who, in my eyes, should still be part of the Hurt Business. But, well, never mind. <laughs> uh, the match was actually pretty good. Um, the whole match, Cedric kind of had the advantage. Trash-talked Shelton so much. And then Shelton caught him with a T-bone suplex. Got him for the one, two, three. So, kind of going to knock Shelton down a few pegs, and I'm sure this is just the beginning of a nice little feud between the two, and I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm assuming they're probably going to have another match at um, WrestleMania Backlash, probably in the pre-show because that's how they, they, it's, that's how they like to disrespect people. So, that's just my thought. Um, after that, we ended up having a, a singles match in the women's division yet again. Asuka versus Rhea Ripley uh, earlier in the night. Uh, Sundinsville had called in Rhea, saying that she had been presented with an idea that she actually thought was pretty good. Uh, so, obviously, with Asuka and with Rhea being at each other's throats the whole time, Figured it'd be a good time for them to, you know, take some aggression out on one another before the triple threat match come this Sunday. So we all know that this came from Charlotte, but obviously they're playing like we're dumb, which is fine. But lo and behold, as the match is going on, surprise, surprise, Charlotte Flair shows up at ringside, tries to get himself, herself, my God, tries to get herself involved multiple times. But Rhea Ripley able to get the win in spite of Charlotte. So we'll see what happens going forward. After that, it is Morrison with the Miz taking on Damian Priest with the winner picking the stimulation stimulation. Picking up the stipulation for Priest versus Miz at WrestleMania Backlash. Well, Another earlier segment where Priest wanted to up the ante for this match because he's sick and tired of dealing with Miz and Morrison. He wants this to be done. So he came up with the idea of the match between Morrison and himself with the winner picking the stipulation for the match at WrestleMania Backlash. Miz at first was like, no. Why would I do that? You know, why would I put fate in the hands of somebody else? And Morrison's like, we we agree. So it's like, wait, what? (laughs) 
So, long story short, Damian Priest gets the win. Miz, unfortunately, now for the second week in a row, has cost uh, Morrison his win. Both times against Priest. So, it's uh, those cracks, like I said, are forming. So, it makes you wonder what's going to happen next. Unfortunately, the uh, stipulation that he chooses was a little disappointing. He picks a lumberjack match. And out of all the matches you could have had, you pick a lumberjack match. Now, I understand. The reason why you would do that is because that way Miz can't run. So, I mean, that makes sense. But at the same time, it's probably one of the most boring matches that are out there. Because it always ends up in some type of brawl uh, with the Lumberjacks and some screwy finish. So Miz is probably going to end up winning this match. But that's just my thoughts as of right now. Things could always change. We'll see come Friday. Uh, main event of the evening was up next as it was Bobby Lashley taking on Drew McIntyre. Um, earlier in the night, um, both MVP and Lashley trying to get into Braun's ear to have Braun help them out, kind of take Drew out so that way it could be a one-on-one match come Sunday. Braun, you know, reluctantly agrees, and as the match is going on, uh, McIntyre hits Claymore, knocking Lashley pretty much out. Bronze music hits, hits the ring, attacks Drew, causing the DQ, laying Drew out. And then Braun decides that, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens here. Picks up Lashley as he's there to help him out, and then drops him with his own running power slam. Braun ends up taking, you know, complete control of everything, <clears throat> doing extra attacks to both members, laying Drew out one more time, putting Lashley through the barricade. Braun looking super strong here. So as we all know, <laughs> when it comes to the wrestling algorithm, as I like to call it, uh, and my friend Mark, um, the one who introduced me to this, and it makes perfect sense. With Braun looking strong tonight, he's eating the pin come Sunday. Now, who who pins him? Who knows? Could it be Drew? More than likely, it's probably going to be Bobby. I'm okay with that because I want Bobby versus Roman come Survivor Series. I know it's a long way away, but still, this is what I want. I, I think that would be a fantastic match. But that's it. That's how Raw ends. Braun being all brawn and brawn. Yeah, it's just the show went by kind of slow at times. And just, I don't know. They did too many multi-man matches and really didn't expand on too much. They had a segment with Andrew Garza and, and Drew Gulak again. And Andrew kind of looking you know, a little more badass than normal. Um, we had a second vignette with Eva, Eva Marie and her uh, evolution. Um, so we're slowly working on that. I'm getting 
some real odd vibes of the evolution from way back when. It's just, I don't know. I'm interested to see what happens. I don't know if she's going to actually get in the ring, if she's going to be a valet. I don't know. We'll see. I know she's been putting in the work, but who knows what they're going to actually have her do at this point because it's WWE, it's the main roster, it's who knows. Um, All I know is that she makes the money, so she's going to be around for a while. But that's pretty much it for tonight, guys. Nice, short, short and sweet. You know, wish Raw could be short and sweet at times, but it isn't. So I will take that bullet for you all because I love you all so much. And if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter, media underscore Betham. You can find us on Facebook and on YouTube as Betham Media. And you can find us on Instagram as Betham Media Official. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcast platform out there. If we're not on a podcast platform that you guys listen to, just let us know. Tweet to us, reply to our messages, you know, and our posts, and just say, hey, we're on such and such. You know, I'd love to be able to listen to you on there. We'll go find it. We'll add ourselves to it. That way, the next time you you download your podcast, you have your one-stop shop, and you can get all your podcast needs. Because believe me, who doesn't want a little bet them in their day? So once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate you. Our road to 5K followers on Twitter continues, and our downloads have been coming in strong. We appreciate you guys. We get some big things on the horizon for YouTube. Um, we're going to start rolling in some stuff for Dark Side of the Ring pretty soon. It's going to be good. We have some stuff coming, so just to uh, keep an eye out, see what's going on. But, guys, thank you. Have a wonderful evening, wonderful day, wonderful week, wonderful month, wonderful year. We're almost out of everything COVID-related. So get your shots, kids. It's going to be worth it in the end. Most importantly, though, don't forget to join the Bedlam. Thank you, guys, and good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.